Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. And I'm David. The movie this week was Space Raiders from 1983, directed and written by Howard R. Cohen, not related to either of the Cohen brothers, it's spelled C-O-H-E-N, uh, starring Vance Ed- or Vince Edwards as Hawk, David Mendenhall as Peter, Ray Stewart as Zariatan, that's the name of the criminal boss. As Zariatan? Yeah. That's a cool name. It's also uh, the Harper medicine I've been taking. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Christopher as Flight Plan, which is way similar to Launchpad, now that I think about it. <laughs> and Patsy Pease as Amanda, who isn't that major a character, but since she's the only female protagonist, I decided to include her on this list. Is she, she Patsy Clark? She's a major character if you're a single guy watching the movie. I think Patsy Klein was that parrot, <laughs> parrot creature thing. <laughs> Single guy watching the movie. <laughs> this movie was selected for us by a miscreant. We're going to call him David. <laughs> David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I am a miscreant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, you know, fan of the the podcast. Thanks Yay. for having me. Thanks for coming. And thanks for letting me select any movie I wanted. Oh, yeah. And I, I had some stipulations on this one. I uh, wanted to pick one that no one in the group had seen mm. and uh, not have them research it because I wanted to just go in blind. And I think it did not disappoint. For not, the- <laughs> not at all, man. Not at all. I was certainly blinded by it. <laughs> <laughs> David forgot. David forgot to include the information that he wrote our theme. Oh, yes. Da- David wrote the intro and the outro, and the outro, which is a thing. <laughs> and they're both surf rock jams. They are David's. of my surf rock catalog. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys chose them. Ah, I'm thanks. Particularly proud of my surf rock catalog. Nice, yeah, man. Yeah, I dig it. Thank <laughs> dig you. It. We dig it. What we like in California. It's the only thing we listen to. And it takes someone that lives in Nevada to write it. That's yes. right. That's right. <laughs> it's because the person who can imagine the ocean, you know, the oceans yes. of, of uh, Aruba, Jamaica, <laughs> Kokomo, Indiana, right? That's the only Kokomo. It's California dreaming when you're in Nevada. Yeah, maybe. You're thinking about it and you can, like... Right, this is I can see that. It's California living when you're here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, move out of the way, truck. Or whatever. <laughs> 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 
Body of ocean you guys have in Nevada, right? Uh, Lake Mead is the more. Uh, and, uh, I mean, that's what the the Hoover Dam is there. Colorado River comes through. This is uh turned into a Nevada podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my, my question for you was going to be: Does it cost ten bucks to park next to the river? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if parking because we went there once and we paid a park at the dam. The dam? Uh, How often do people go into labor on the Hoover Dam? Because that's what happened in uh, uh, Fool's Rush Inn. So, really? Perry, children. Correct. Right. Yeah. I've hey, never heard of it. Fool's Rush Inn. I mean, I've heard of it. No, that, that's a good movie. Oh, yeah. I, I like that movie. Is it Matthew Perry? I thought David Schwimmer was in that. No, you just have a David Schwimmer finish. <laughs> Is it Schwimmer's David cool. He's cool. Goose. Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek. That's right. And the name comes from a song. Wait. Russian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it comes from La Bamba. <laughs> so this movie, let's let's get a little synopsis here. I I certainly was not familiar with it, but I I'm guessing like a bunch of uh, Roger Corman. This is a produced by Roger Corman movie. It was probably on TV a bunch of times back when certain people were children. Uh, <laughs> not, none of us. So uh, you want you want to give us a quick little you know you a couple sentences about what this movie's about. What this movie's about, I'd say, uh, a young boy's rite of passage, in a way, trials, tribulations that he encounters, that are sci-fi in nature, and uh, he has a childhood pet. We can assume he's with him for maybe a few days. <laughs> You're, of course, talking about Captain Hawk, the, uh, the Captain. Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he would like you calling him a pet. <laughs> You're talking about one of the most realistic features in the movie. For some reason, there's what is it? <laughs> it's like a beetle. Yeah, I think it looks like a beetle. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's, it's like Ringo. Well, nice stop motion though. <laughs> Space beetles. Yeah, some clay claymation. It's a. Uh, he had one move. It was just kind of like the, you know, it's kind of shuffle, kind of shuffle. <laughs> Somebody on the, on the set was like, "Mr. Corman, I've been practicing my stop motion." You know what, kid? I don't care if it doesn't cost me anything. You can put it in the. Oops. So, so that's one thing. <laughs> Gotta bleep myself. Coming in blind, I kind of thought there'd be more claymation stop motion to come, but it's really just that beetle. It's pretty heavily implied right at the beginning. You're like, "This is what you expect." Yeah, look they, at it. You know, they they do have lots of practical <laughs> shots of all the ships and stuff like that. You know, a bunch of recycled shots and 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 that that stuff still looks. You know, it looks nice. Can't really take away from that. The only thing that doesn't look at about them is. Uh, the, I mean the the laser stuff, which is like drawn onto the the frame, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Though. There the was laser. kind of a charm to it, you know, like especially when they're bouncing off things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the shields on on one battle scene when they would deflect, they'd bounce off, and that was that was a nice touch. You don't see that often. They nope. do literally just bounce. They used one of the seven sound effects that they paid for. <laughs> I don't even know. 
<laughs> Sarah, what did you think of this movie? Um, I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> no, I I th- I think it was entertaining, but it seemed like um kind of a like I'm trying to even think of how to describe it. It didn't seem like there were any doors. <laughs> <laughs> like like everybody could just come in or go out of anything and there yeah. was no way to stop that from happening. Like, There's at least one door. Yeah. That kid had to hack out of it. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe she missed the scene. <laughs> but, but it was like No, I didn't. I just I think that was like the one door. <laughs> and I think it could have just I think it could have just not opened or closed for a little while too if if he had hung out in there, I bet somebody would have found their way in. Totally. Yeah. It's totally. like no, nothing was secure. Oh, no. Yeah. And it, that's why you don't like it. No. For, I think, for a good movie, Sarah needs doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think my challenge with it was that um, it was trying to be too many different things at once. Yeah, they tried to pack a lot of story in there. And I, I think that the it was fun. It was fun, definitely, but I think that it might just be that I'm not feeling good today. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally with you. Like, it, it, it had some enjoyable spots, but it wasn't... Uh, it didn't hold my interest the way some things do. Yeah. The plot line was a little sketchy. A lot yeah. sketchy. Oh, Stuff yeah. was just happening. I can't really even tell you what... <laughs> <laughs> it was like watching an episode of Power Rangers, <laughs> where like this is happening, that's happening, this is happening. Complete with Zardon, <laughs> and then you're. I don't know if you guys want to do a beat by beat, but like how the movie starts, you have like no idea what's going on whatsoever. There's like a dude, it on, the, a dude on the, like a dude over the intercom, just like. Talking about whatever, like robot this, robot that. I forgot about it. I guess here's my day, guys. That, that guy didn't know what was going on. That either. was like the most complacent announcer I've ever heard. It was like, and this is a family event that you can come to if you want. I kind of took a lot of comedy out of that. I was like, is this going to be like kind of a comedy thing? Like, you don't want any robots slacking off. They were robots, not robots. Like when you think the announcer's announcement's done, he brings in some other, some other aspect, oh and then gosh. it goes into them being attacked. And you're like, well, why, why are they being attacked now? I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, there's no, like, nothing is set up for you to really understand. And, and at first yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I, we'll probably get some explanation after, you know. Yeah, I after thought, this, I thought maybe they were like freedom fighters or something yeah. like that. Because it's like they're all a ragtag group with leather jackets and purple scarves, you know. They just, who knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like you, they feel like they were like truckers or something. Space and, truckers. Space truckers. Yeah. yeah. Got that. <laughs> and, and it's like the kid is kind of a stowaway, but he's kind of like, he just ends up being this. He's a real fish out of water. <laughs> he's a total stowaway. But he ends up being this person that just everybody wants to kidnap <laughs> and ransom. Well, he, he's, he's the son of some high uh, mucky muck in the, the corporation, which is the villain, the villainous. <laughs> You That's know, right. uh, entity for some reason that doesn't doesn't come into to play. The corporation's like the empire. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Except with a tie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, offices. They, have no, they, have, they had those, like I said, 
Superman robes from Krypton. Yeah. So he, so he was the kid of one of those. So and so that's why he was so kidnappable. That's, <laughs> those kids are always kidnappable. <laughs> and some of them want to ransom him, and some of them want to cuddle with him, and some of them, you know, I don't even want to know what's going on with him. <laughs> yeah, the poor kid. That poor kid. Listen, there are a lot of people... This this is kind of an unusual movie, in my opinion, for... You know, I, I guess it's aimed towards kids, because it has a kid as a protagonist. But almost everybody dies. Yeah, and that's basically unusual. this child's fault. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> totally. And the movie starts off with one of the crew members dying. And that was the only one who wasn't his fault. He just, he got shot. He just happened to be there. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Are we sure? Because maybe if we rewatched it, maybe the kid did do something. Well, well maybe he saw the kid and was like, oh, and then he got shot. <laughs> There's a kid that. there. It's like, <laughs> the corporation's number one weapon, this kid, oh, no. single-handedly taking out all these khaki-wearing space go go do. We can space destroy dudes. any militia as long as we set, send, send the, the boy. Kid in. <laughs> Oh, there's all kinds of clones of this kid. Precocious. <laughs> <laughs> Some robot going up, making sure they'll have the perfect bowl cut. That kid, yeah, and that clone of the kid always hangs out in the in the robot factory. <laughs> robot, you know, lying in wait so he can just yeah. climb and scurry into the ship. Yeah, he doesn't he's know. He thinks he's a regular kid, but he's like he's like <laughs> infiltrate <laughs> the enemy's ship. He's like William H. Macy in the cooler. Everything he touches just goes. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Oh man! <laughs> so, what do, what do you guys think about this ragtag crew of uh, pirates? I guess. I mean, uh, who's your favorite? Oh man, I don't know. At first glance, definitely the al- the the number one alien in the, the crew. I thought he was pretty cool. The completely unnamed alien who we don't know who he is, but apparently his name is Flight Plan. Dude, that's such a cool name. <laughs> It's like a G.I. Joe name, almost. You know, flight plan. It's totally plan. a G.I. Joe name. He'd be a pilot. Yeah. It's like a Peanuts name. <laughs> but what's funny is he didn't do any of the flying. He just wore like a kind of like a pilot's scarf. Maybe like he didn't really scarf. Maybe it was like a uh, a diss. Like this guy. This guy's oh. never learned how to fly the ship. Your name's Flight Plan. Your name's Flight Plan. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like calling just, a fat guy slim. I just realized it was supposed to be a pilot scarf right now. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a lavender pilot scarf. Yeah. You know, There's dr- no reason. Drummed out of the military for <laughs> unknown. Let's, let's get a prequel to this movie where we find out where he got that scarf. Oh my he, he God. definitely had some like temperature problems because he kept like zipping and unzipping his flight suit like the entire movie as well. I think <laughs> he's, he's just like, I don't know, this room just... Maybe his, his delicate alien sensibilities just couldn't handle handle space very well. I don't know. I feel like that was probably just the actor, like, because he had to have that thing on his head the whole time. Oh, you're right. You're he's like, it's super oh. freaking hot. So some of these scenes, guess what? I don't care. I'm walking out there with the open. <laughs> it was funny, though, because there was definitely some scenes where, like, where, like, where, like, he was all, like, really upkept, really nice. Like, the scarf was over. Like, his jumpsuit was zipped up. And then they pan away real quick. Pan back. And his jumpsuit would be totally open, and the scarf would be like, yeah. you know, like. That's how he lets right. his hair down. <laughs> and I thought maybe the scarf was to like cut off, like maybe the, like the parts of the makeup, 
were like that were showing, you know, yeah. like like between, you know, maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my that was my first. Uh, uh, um, it didn't seem like a. I guess it was <laughs> hmm, thought didn't go all the way down his back. I guess no, it's fine. They just put a scarf on him, and they're like, ah, put put a scarf. No one will yeah. think about it. <laughs> and we're like, and then we're like, why is this guy wearing a scarf? I what? don't know if this guy has enough character. Yeah, I mean, he is an, a psychic alien. <laughs> we need a we need something to give him a little pizzazz. He's definitely my favorite Virgil. That's good. That's good. Does anyone disagree with that? <laughs> um, disagree with it being Aaron's favorite? No, with him being the best. Uh, I like the unnamed girl character. Amanda? Yeah. She was named. <laughs> oh, that's right. She was named. Nice space name. Amanda. <laughs> that's right. Flight plan. And Amanda. My name I, is Hawk. This is Flight Plan. And that's Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Amanda was pretty tough. Pretty tough as nails. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was good. Kidding. <laughs> she, her, her banter with the, the boy was pretty funny. <laughs> that little, um, like, in the very first scene where they're all doing the fight, and, like, this guy misses shooting her, so she has to do, like, a like a like real quick <laughs> shuffle to, like, you know, tr- make sure the blaster's oh, in yeah. the right way to, like, yeah, flip to hit him. Yeah, the flip! On that, those shots had nothing to do with each other. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, during the the space flight, they were animating these lasers and, you know, big old blasts coming from the ships and stuff like that. But for some reason, for their, their guns, when they were on the ground fighting each other, it was just like a sparkler shot out briefly out of the front of the gun. But there was no, like... <laughs> Connecting thing. If anything, it looked like they were like getting shot, like their guns were backfiring on them. <laughs> Maybe they started. were. Oh, 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 no. Maybe that's how they did the effect. Was like they had, they were like, oh, and they like, like touched the gun to their chest, and it would like leave them with like the dye, so it looked like they got shot. Yeah, <laughs> the butt of the well, you gun. You can tell when somebody got shot unless they fell over. <laughs> they were all like seizing and going into shock. Yeah, like you never see that on Star Trek. Never, <laughs> never. Yeah, people have the decency to die without a fuss. <laughs> I, yeah, every death is pretty much a fuss in this. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, well uh, the, 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 the main freedom fighting, or whatever you want, the, the space pirates. Space pirate guys. Space raiders. There we go. Oh, that's what the title's about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Movies about space raiders. Titles about football in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, yeah, everybody who dies doesn't just, they don't just drop dead. They all have to have a, like, Shakespeare. <clears throat> Mm. They've got a paragraph each after right after they get shot. Especially that guy who dies in the warehouse in the very beginning. Like he he lives for a long time. Yeah, he lives for a long time. And of course, that turns out to have a purpose because the kids like watching them work on him so that later the kid knows how to use the medical equipment. Oh that's right, space medical equipment. Mm-hmm. That's right. Chekhov's medical equipment. <laughs> See it in the first scene. It's gonna appear in the final scene. <laughs> So Amanda. who was your favorite character, Sarah? Um, my favorite character, uh, Amanda. <laughs> she's tough. She's a tough lady. I don't know. I think maybe my favorite character was um, 
the credits. The, the pilot dude. Fuck. I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess he ran the ship. I kind of. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, he he is pretty funny. He has um that line where he, <laughs> the kid asks, "Are you are you gonna take me home?" And he doesn't say anything. Yeah. No, no reaction. <laughs> well, he finishes his beer. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's he always having a beer. beer. <laughs> Does it seem like these guys' life sucks? Like, yes. Where, what do you think the high point is for them? Like, what do you think they look forward to? They um not doing work. their laundry apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They said <laughs> we don't do our laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. That's know. what a man does for what? Oh, Jeez, come on. Oh, oh, why? <laughs> I think it's a really good movie for like ridiculous funny parts that you don't expect like that whole laundry thing like and it was it was entertaining it was just like what the heck like suddenly they're in this room with a bunch of jars of creatures like in Flight of the Navigator or something it's like so a bunch of thinking. beta fish swimming around yeah. it, was very, it was very unnerving during the first space battle scene after they picked up the kid cause like they're just pushing him around yeah literally the shit's flying around they're just like get out of here kid Shut up. I gotta show, press show, these buttons show. I gotta press these buttons right here what are you get out of the way yeah they literally push him around and it's, fun. <laughs> it's funny during that scene that they're they're all up there in the in the like cockpit area like all crewing different bits and yep. the rest of the movie oh we don't need them box <laughs> at the front I'm teaching the kid how to do it and it's great kid's smoking a cigarette <laughs> kid's reading his first porno there you go kid everything you need drink your first space beer they do give him his first space beer because <laughs> he's part of the crew and if you're part of the crew you gotta drink <laughs> My favorite character was uh, Antacid Guy, uh, Space Molester. What's his name? Sariatan. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he yeah. the best makeup effect thing going on. I kept expecting it to look bad, and it was like, no, pretty decent. It looked really cool. Yeah, and, you know, mouth movements or anything like that. It didn't. It didn't look weird at all. No, it looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't decide. Yeah, I think you had to think about it, David. You weren't sure. <laughs> you agree? Like, no, God. he definitely had a good look. I was just thinking Zoriatan. I mean, like That's a lot amazing. of characters in there, I didn't know people's names until yeah. they the credits rolled. Right. I was like, okay, I guess that guy was Zoriatan. Zoriatan. <laughs> and but Astro <laughs> Doctor Zoriatan is appropriate. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Side effects may include drowsiness, hmm. anal leakage, oh, oh. and death. <laughs> yeah, that guy, um, I kept looking at like his mouth yeah. and thinking I couldn't tell if his mouth looked like the same color as the mask mm-hmm. or if like they pulled the mask over his mouth or something. Like it looked like there was a tube. Yeah. Like inside of when his mouth was opening. Yeah. But but it actually like his ability to say words like with that on and be just like a normal character 
looked a lot better than a lot of the other effects in the movie. I would say that's probably yeah, the best. He didn't look like it was crazy ADR or anything. Yeah, like no, it, it like didn't. He was the, uh, you know, had the ability to speak. Like, you could stand there and have a regular conversation with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about, it was about stolen <laughs> ships and, and uh, kidnapped children. That's right. Uh, no, I'm not, boy with me. I'm not sure if he's the main antagonist, because there seems to be a lot of focus on this ship that briefly gets introduced, and then th- that's kind of hunting. You know, that ship is like, uh, what do I want to say, you know? Uh, well, it has the front end that kind of looks a little bit like the Carillion Cruiser from um, Star Wars. Like the, the, the cylinder mm-hmm. kind of thing, similar to the ship that Princess Leia has in A New Hope. Right. But then the rest of it looks way too sleek and like not. It's like a cylinder. Yeah. A- after that front part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of a. I don't know if you go back to 2001, but you know, it's kind of like the mm-hmm. house ship there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ominous music whenever that ship is shown though, and then it quickly pans to like, you know, the diagram of the ship, like, I don't know, just going from, like, nothing to, like, lighting up. I don't know. You check out that undercarriage, the overcarriage, yep. the side carriage. Oh, yeah, and then it goes to on the computer screen That's where yeah. the corporation is <laughs> monitoring it. As you can see, the ship is ready. As you can see, the ship has detected something. As you can see, the ship is in position. Well, those are all the same shots, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's digital. <laughs> So, uh, you guys, none none of you guys have seen Battle Beyond the Stars. Sorry. It's another Roger Corman movie, and it's actually really great. It's like, uh, it's The Seven Samurai or The Magnificent Seven in space. That's cool. Like, they even have a cowboy space guy (laughs) who, it's really cool. I really want to see this. He has a belt buckle. That like has dispensers on it, and he can like make himself a whiskey from it. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's at, like I said, it, it's actually better than it has any right to be. But a lot of the ship's effects and the music, almost entirely, is taken from that movie. I mean, that's that's a total Corman move. But um, I mean, it didn't really distract from this, especially. I it, it was you know it was bothering me because I knew what that ship was. Their main ship was the one that the uh, Amazon-type woman in Battle Beyond the Stars uses, and that ship is made to look like a uterus, like a big pink flying uterus that fires pink lasers. From, it's, from, it's supposed to be from the top a female ship. Yeah. Is that yeah. The, the ship that I said had breasts? Yes. Mm. Oh. Yes. Okay. Maybe it does mm. actually. You're getting it. Yeah. You're getting it. The, the, the <clears> kind of the hammerhead yeah. shark thing. And like I said, there was, there was a James Cameron design because he was working as a set designer and a uh, prop designer for Roger Corman in those movies. So you can see the genius was right there. It was. It was. Avatar. Avatar 3D, man. It's a 3D movie. Avatar 2. Avasmar. Avasmar. Oh. I kind of feel bad for the actors in this movie because. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like thinking to myself, you know, I don't know if they knew what this was going to look like afterwards. Mm. And I kind of feel like maybe if I had been 
I I was thinking when I was watching it, and maybe this is bad to say, but like I was thinking it didn't look like it'd be fun to be involved in the production of it because like it seems like you're supposed to be being serious, like as a serious actor, but that you're also in the middle of this like yeah. It looked like you were in the middle of this set that was like a a little maze that you'd run through over and over again. And like they were probably really hot and like tired and yeah, I'm like, sure I'm sure it wasn't fun. Nothing that beautiful to look at really until they went outside that one time. <laughs> they probably all got a single take for all of their scenes and everything like that because that's that's you know Cor- Corman wanted it done in like 2 weeks. So that part with the people in the robes, it looked like they were just standing in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a very, very factory yeah. looking. Like I said, they were outside of the hardware and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like Harbor Freight. That's what you said, Harbor Freight. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple of familiar looking areas. The future the future's just one big Harbor Freight <laughs> industrial zone. <laughs> And they left all their space I don't think I wanna I don't think I wanna be around. Pipes and tubes everywhere. And blue barrels. Blue as barrels. As far as the eye can see. Everywhere. On every ship. Blue, blue barrels. barrels. <laughs> the ship's not important unless you have five blue barrels on it. There's a lot of uh, electronic waste, too, just being thrown in hallways. <laughs> Broken fax machine to the left. <laughs> Computer. <laughs> you mean they don't make ink for this printer anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's like Runaway, the overhead projector with a gun. But it's I, bad. one of the scenes I thought was like really well done was the part where the kid was in that room and he saw like the hologram. Yeah, it's like dude, money yeah. went into this part. And that was just like a commercial or something. Yeah. It was a used car. I don't know, car salesman, but yeah, yeah a used something salesman played yeah. by Dick Miller. Uh-huh. Who is a Roger Corman staple and uh, one of those, uh, hey, I know that guy, you know, uh-huh. from Gremlins, Gremlins 2, uh, Bucket of Blood. Uh, let's see, what are these? I liked him in Gremlins 2, Joel. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Gremlins That's one of my favorite man. things about that. He's that. Oh, man. And Grim- let's talk about Gremlins 2 instead. <laughs> <laughs> when that flying Gremlin gets all garbled, yeah. it like scratches his face. I remember yeah. being like, Oh my god, I shouldn't be seeing this as a child. <laughs> yeah, man, that was an intense yeah. scene. Like, whoa. <laughs> but he gets him. <laughs> and the coincidence. Oh, man. The coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> no, no, so, not again! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, space raiders. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't think yeah. we've talked about the space hooker yet. Oh, but she true. stole the scene. That's a really good scene. That's <laughs> Because they, they, they pull up into to, uh, nowhere or whatever the, the, their, the ver- their version of Guardians of Galaxy Nowhere. <laughs> and <laughs> they get off the ship. More. I thought of it more as like a Deep Space Nine kind of a... Oh, yeah. Kind of a... <laughs> it was a really crappy looking port. space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little beat up. And <laughs> it looked very big. <laughs> Again, I don't know how they enter or exit these places and how they... Enter or exit where they came from, <laughs> g- go back to, but yeah, yeah, the segues are really black. <laughs> you just gotta go with it and be like, "We're yeah, here now. Yeah, we're this here is now. what's going on." <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's yeah, a but, different but you room. see this. You see this back shot of this, you know, attractive 
uh, woman, slim, yeah. large, posterior woman. Yeah, yeah. Wearing some skimpy outfit, which, okay, you know. One of the pirates, like, hey, look at that. And flight plan's like, not my type. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what, they go by and they, um, one of the, the space raiders, like, Squeezes her yeah. or something. Yeah, gooses her. Yeah. <laughs> and she turns around. She has this big, like, bug face. <laughs> she's got a big she's yeah. mom calamari with a blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a total dupes the audience and everything, and that's pretty pretty good. Pretty I hilarious. Was clever too, yeah. man. That's good. <laughs> I got a laugh out of me for sure. <laughs> I thought it looked like the head of a horse with like some alien tentacles on it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's like Greedo's sister. <laughs> <laughs> But with sexy legs. <laughs> the cherry on top of that joke is later we meet the wet bandits who are two two goobers who are trying to kidnap the kid for some reason. Space and they walk space bucks. They walk by kid, the man. they walk by the blonde alien again, and she's like, "You guys looking for a good time?" So she was a hooker, anyways. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know she was. Uh, a lady of the night until until that time. Yeah. <laughs> and looking for a good time. We're already having a good time. A lady of the space night. <laughs> yeah. That that's classic dialogue right there. Yeah, there were some good like caption you know, capture these moments. <laughs> what did the kids say when it was blown of asteroids? <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, something like this rocks. Or yeah, take that rocks. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. No, he swore though. This is like goddamn or something. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn space rocks. Goodness. Drink your beer, kid. Shoot some space rocks. Everybody does it, kid. Have this ring. Yeah, take one of my many gold rings. My name's Hawk. It's a promise ring. Did that guy seem like an Italian mobster to anybody else? The, like, wait, Hawk or the guy who owned the bar? Because that guy, was, that guy was definitely like, "Hey, what are you guys doing over here? You put too much alcohol in the drinks." Hey, yeah, the bar was like had like Italian tablecloths, like from a restaurant, yeah. like in there. <laughs> Mario Batali in the kitchen. Mamma mia. Space Italian. And there was a food fight. That was cool. It was a uh, three stooges. So good. I didn't expect pies. I didn't expect it. Yeah, really. I, I didn't, didn't expect ex- the food fight. There were a lot of unexpected yeah. things that came up. And it. there was like a there was a cantina band equivalent. But with more of like a pop song, actual singing lyrics. Now, are we assuming that that is Patsy Clone up there? Where where did the Patsy Clone thing? Well, it was like was, was it like, like on a board or chalk, on a chalkboard? Yeah, it was like featuring Patsy Clone and like big, big <laughs> thing there. So that must bad. have been Patsy Clone. Yeah, they cloned Patsy Cline and they gave her a parrot head. <laughs> I don't mm. I'm stem tr- cells, huh? I'm troubled. Future stem cells are up there. I spin them all together. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> are there any other special moments? Lounge singers. I mean, the death of Amanda was 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 really bad. Let me just say, just well, well I believe it hurt. The, 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 the <laughs> ship 
like doing its like impending doom flight under the planet and then just kind of casually landing. <laughs> that was the thing that was just like, oh, all right. And it was. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know? That's that's when the kid actually kills his first man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are like rocks. Oh well, blam blam. This kid starts shooting people. <laughs> Well, he's defending himself. I mean, they're shooting at them. I can see their yeah. corpses in space. They had to steal these ships for some reason that I didn't really get. Oh, like like the um. I feel like he owed money to that guy or something. Uh, what was the drug guy's name again? Z Z Xanax Xanax Zarzabon Zippy. Zariatan. Zariatan. Yeah, this dude needs some spaceships, and so he's like, the, the the space raiders, he's like, you know, yeah, go pick me up some spaceships, <laughs> but I'm going to need collateral. Thank Give you me the boy. Thanks to Zariatan, I can go boat riding, I can ride horses, <laughs> I can parachute, and I only get outbreaks occasionally now. Was Zorangatang an Italian too? Because he had like a glass of Merlot. He was chalice. That's just what he likes. To have. When he eats a space mouse, that's what he likes to have. Oh, that's oh my god! Oh my god! When he eats that poor little puppet thing, he was just like sitting there, just enjoying its life, and he picks it up and like stares at it. He's all. That's what he was going to do to the kid. He's like, terrible things can happen to children. We're all thinking this guy's a molester, but no, maybe you want to eat him. Everybody is just like reaching for him. I know! <laughs> like an arm coming from. <laughs> oh, yeah, he like runs into a person and then there's that cut when he's with the. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was weird. That's when he gets captured on the planet and then all of a sudden he's back at the other spaceship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I guess the people on the planet worked for Soraya Pan. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got it. <laughs> is that right? Five, Five points for you. Whoa. Woo. That puts you to negative three points. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's death was rough, though. That was a rough scene, Joel. She didn't need to die. A bunch of these characters didn't need to die. It didn't. After. Okay, after she dies, and then Flight Plan dies, all the other deaths lose their impact. Wait, I, I started worrying a little bit. I started worrying because I was like, well, who, who's going to talk to who now? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, where's this dialogue going to go? Yeah. Is the kid just going to be like, God damn space rocks? <laughs> <laughs> the kid talking to himself. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to fix it. <laughs> to carry the show up now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's 20 minutes left of this. No one's already dead. <laughs> I just realized when they crashed, um, Amanda and the kid, who I don't recall the name, Peter. Peter. Peter's the kid's name. They crashed, and we were trying to decipher what planet they were on. Was it supposed to be Earth? And we were, like, saying what parts of California it probably actually was. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) But they didn't even answer. They didn't say if it was... He kind of makes a big deal about it. He's like, I've never seen trees like this before. And earlier he was like, do they really have trees on Earth? Yeah. So like, so oh, so are they on now? It doesn't matter. He's off the planet. They totally could have tied that in, I think. Yeah. And maybe maybe that was what, what they were going for. But uh, I, it's not represented at all. Yeah, see the uncut director's version. <laughs> Answers where the scarf came from, what planet they were on. 
<laughs> the uncut direct. <laughs> it's just him walking off the ship and being like, so this is Earth. And then it goes on with the normal. <laughs> I feel, I, and we should say that we watched this movie on YouTube where there's a free copy. And uh, occasionally the sound just kind of dips out. And there's parts <laughs> where the music obviously should be playing and it's not there. So maybe we didn't get the full impact of mm, a bunch of the true. situations there. Maybe when Amanda was dying, there was like a... Here's <laughs> <laughs> your right. The sound that's cut right. out right when she died. I yeah. forgot about the sound cutting out at pieces, and there was dialogue, but I just figured it was like, you know, they were getting shot at and just normal, like... Oh, I just yeah. remember the kid having to crawl underneath the thing and that pipe. Don't touch that pipe! Oh, get this other pipe! Don't touch that pipe! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Wait, this kid to fix this thing, but guess you can't touch it. What? Why'd you send me down here? You know? I'll kill you, kid. What are you doing? Drink this beer. Now you haven't drunk enough beer to fix the ship yet. Here, you're one of us now, kids. You've been branded by the ship. Oh. That's right, he gets his space khaki jacket, yeah. and then he's like... That was my favorite scene, by the way. <laughs> we found there. a small jacket. Here you go, kid. <laughs> I had to kill a little person for you to get... <laughs> oh my god! I feel like... I feel like the kid in the little shaft down there was like... That was probably like a pivotal scene or something. They were like, okay... He's gonna have to try and work with them and do right. stuff on the ship and help out and and like maybe they maybe they wrote it down like okay he's gonna go into this little <laughs> crawl space and there's gonna be this thing in the way and he's gonna have to move it like <laughs> but I'm like but logistically the- watching them try to do that part <laughs> it's like somebody should have been like actually we can do that we can communicate this idea a different way because just watching them try to do it was like and the thing looks like one of those plastic lightsabers like just flopping back and forth like it's like it's like the space operation like the space version of operation (laughs) here kid get this back in there but don't don't touch the (laughs) sun yeah yeah because it won't kill you (laughs) <laughs> Don't you dare touch that thing that we sent you down there to fix. Go <laughs> down there. You see that thing right in front of you? Yeah. Uh, don't put it in your mouth. What? <laughs> You're a child. Children are always putting things in their mouth. They're terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That kid had to crawl through a bunch of things. Later, when he's uh, trying to escape the, the wet bandits, he's, like, crawling through a bunch of, like, Cables and stuff like that. Home alone for alone way there. too long. <laughs> it's like, not really... They just show up behind him. They're like, yeah. oh, well, we can climb through stuff too, kid. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it is really ridiculous how much like Home Alone it does get to that part, though. Yeah. Those guys look just like they just do. like web it's, it's like it's, it's, it's like, stupid how much they look like them. It's like, Joe Pesci and freaking uh, what's his name? I can't forget his name. But this is my... before Home Alone, so yeah. oh, that's where they got the idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we could take this the five minutes on the movie that they do on this, we can turn into a couple well, of movies. I'm just seeing I'm just seeing them sitting Macaulay Culkin down and they're like pressing play on the VHS player. Alright, kid, watch this scene. This is what we want you to do in the movie. No, wouldn't it have been nice if we threw some threw some cars or something or tax? <laughs> 
Those two guys that are chasing after him, like, the guy, one of them was dressed like, we were saying Al from the, from Quantum Leap. <laughs> totally! <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying the guy, the, yeah, that's the, the bartender at the bar. Yeah. Was the one who was dressed like Al from Quantum Leap. Because yeah. he, he has, like, a, and he, for he was some chasing reason, the kid. he was chasing he the was, kid. For he some unknown reason, he was, like, Part of the people well, chasing him later. He's in cahoots with the he, with the Because he caused the food, he caused the food, <laughs> a food fight in the bar, and he didn't, he didn't like that. Xylophone. Yeah. Nobody causes a food fight in my bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ransom you. <laughs> but you kind of get the feeling that the people that die in the movie would have been fine if the kid didn't jump on board. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no. Had the kid just chilled the planet, this movie yeah. would have been like, I'm, wait, wait, okay. <laughs> Here's the scenario. Spaceship heist the movie, and that's it, you know? <laughs> okay, so after that guy dies on the ship, they discover the kid's there. Yep. Later, it's the kid and Hawk on the bridge. They blow up that other ship to get rid of the evidence because there's nothing on it. Now, that's that's when the scenes go because if the kid hadn't been on the ship, they wouldn't have been able to fit him into the thing and then escape from those okay. other army right. ships. Right. But would they have been in that situation anyways? My my guess is that Hawk would have just started heading home and not been chatting with the child. <laughs> I get the feeling that uh, because what they handed the kid to fix the ship, yeah, was basically just a crowbar. Yeah, yeah. Just crow. so they could have honestly. They could have just reached in yeah. and pushed yeah, that thing right back in its place. Like, <laughs> it was literally like, there it's you probably, go. Probably a great somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't get in. They could have yeah. taped two of those together. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Click, all right. Spaceship's okay. <laughs> Hand me my reaching broom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the the thing that really killed me about this movie though was flight flight plans flight plans um uh sensing abilities like like uh he had this ability that he could sense uh life and uh sometimes it worked pretty well yeah like he could sense people like in other spaceships but then sometimes he couldn't sense people like you know they were like in a paper thin wall between them it's not like he had too much interference which is what I was thinking because later he's in the same place and he, he senses the kid is a couple of feet away and goes, yeah. goes uh, and gets himself shot I thought it might have been like a daredevil thing maybe he couldn't sense it with so many people around yeah. and then he puts mustard in, in uh, Foggy Nelson's coffee that's right <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. It's from, it's, it's from a movie. Oh, okay. If you guys, if you guys thought that this reality had like a museum, what do you think would be in it? Okay. The first robot. The first robot. <laughs> a museum. Wow, that's a good question. A series of khaki jackets. Oh, right, right, right. The first, wait, wait, first, first case pilot. First is this members a museum only jacket. for the, the just the universe, or like for the movie? Well, I guess from what you've seen of the movie later on, what would there be like later 
for future generations of the movie, how would they reflect back to on... remember? Yeah, what? Well, the guy's rings would be in there. <laughs> yeah, hawks. I mean, hawks would ring. that guy go down in history <clears throat> as like but, the biggest hero that ever lived, or is this just like some little story no, that? The, um, the corporation had to wear these necklaces. Well, they didn't really do think... anything except for blow up the huge robotic corporation ship. I mean, mm-hmm. and that. Ship wasn't doing anything wrong. It was trying to recover the kid. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> the only reason it blew up. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Because there was know. there was a scene with the corporation, the the kid's dad, and then the lady who seems yeah. to be the head. Yeah. And talking about sending that ship after him, and the the dad's like, "Oh, this is a death ship." So I don't know if it was gonna she rescue said, the kid or just kind of like kill it won't everyone. fire on the boy. It won't fire on the kid. So, but unless he's in the ship that they're firing. What on. What there yeah. should have been, there should have been a scene where after they blow up the wet bandits' ship, because they're still holding on to that kid's ID necklace. There should have been a scene where they go back and the, the father's like, you said it wouldn't happen. Now my son is dead. That's and right. then at the end of the movie, instead of the kid just wandering off into the desert to die, <laughs> he could have been reunited with his father or something. That's right. Worst I kind of thought there'd be something. Because, yeah, his ID badge or whatever got blown up, so it would yeah. seem that he was dead, but they didn't really touch on that with the... No. Yeah, that's where a director's cut would, would come in handy. <laughs> and apparently it's available on Blu-ray. Hashtag director's cut, guys. Hashtag director's cut. <laughs> Serious. I want to know more. <laughs> I want to know more. I want to see what 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 scenes fell. What scenes fell during <laughs> the edit, editing room floor? On cutting room floor. Here's, here's everyone's uh, character development. <laughs> All the or we scenes. could have the food fight. <laughs> I know. Let's make sure the proprietor gets hit by three cream pies. <laughs> oh, he does get hit by cream pies. Forget about that. Like some crazy Mark's brother routine. Or <laughs> You know, this movie, this movie is entertaining though. You really can't deny the fact that there's some pretty fun scenes in this movie. I have to, I have to say that the ending was pretty dismal. Uh, <laughs> which is pretty unfortunate. I mean, <laughs> so many people died for this kid to just wander off in the desert, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, no other way to get around that. It's like, it's like the weirdest version of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think for entertainment value, the movie does pretty well. But for any sort of plot or mm-hmm. anything, it's it lacks. But it's a it's a good time to watch, you know. Like, yeah, sat around and watched, and it's funny and ridiculous, and yeah, it was definitely entertaining to watch. Don't expect any sort of enlightenment. Yeah, don't, don't expect <laughs> it to even uh, <laughs> coherence. Is don't definitely expect a it question. to change your day. Yeah. I mean, don't expect it to change your life. Don't expect it to change your day. Um, but it was fun to watch yeah, with friends. Totally. And, and yeah, I gotta say, this is not a reality I would want to be in for five minutes. Um, the, it's one of those get me out of here situations, which I have sometimes when I'm watching a movie, I just feel like 
there isn't anything that I would want to do that's a part of this <laughs> right now. I don't know where I'd be, but I I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you've got 83 minutes to kill or something like that, you're just sitting around with a couple of friends. I mean, yeah, seriously. Oh, get drunk and watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you get YouTube access. And it is it is kid friendly. This yeah. this movie does not have any you know other other than the goosing of a poor alien later lady's buns. Yeah. <laughs> a few people getting shot. Yeah, and, you know, there's like blood, kind of. It's you know, there's no super major blood scenes. Like people. People have wounds on their chest in the sense that somebody splashed a little bit of red corn syrup on them. But that's it's that's about as bad. I guess from a kids movie standpoint, um, you wouldn't want character development. Oh, of course. You know, for the kids. So maybe it is Except just totally ge- geared towards kids because there's no character development and everybody yeah. ends up getting shot. So. Yeah. yeah, there's no boobs. So. Yeah, no boobs. Must, must be, be for kids. kids. <laughs> except, for, except for the spaceship. Oh, oh yes, the spaceship. Children should uh, drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if you're sensitive to violence, there there are a lot of shooting scenes and exploding spaceships, but that's about, I mean, it's nothing. Yeah, it's I, not gory. I definitely thought, like, my major thought, I even said it out loud when we were watching the movie, I was just like, I probably really would have been into this movie, you know, mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. That was definitely one of the things totally. that yeah. like, ran through my head. Pretty consciously. Kids don't like this stuff nowadays. They're watching the YouTubes and the... Uh, this is on so, the Yeah, YouTubes. this is what's on YouTube. They're, they're smoking their vapes. Oh, kids are smoking. You say they're, they're riding their, uh, their, their swag... What is it called? Their hoverboard? hoverboards that are bursting into flames. <laughs> they're... Swagway? Trading their Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't know. Maybe, I mean... Oh, they're so... Oh, they're ever words. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's our future, huh? So uh, next week, I believe we are probably uh, we're we're in like kind of a guest thing going on here because we just we're just lining up of people that we want to talk to and people that we want to have around. We had Jose, we had David, obviously. Next week, we're going to have uh, Miss Campbell back again, and I believe we're going to watch a movie called Wild Zero that she recommended. And uh, from what I understand, it's going to terrify me and possibly uh, make it so I can't sleep at night. No, I, I don't know anything about it. It's like, I'll, I'll keep just it you way. just you wait, just you wait. Let's see. So when I'm listening to the show, there's a sound effect that comes up that's like, yes. What do I have to do to get that in on my segment? Oh, we've already done it a couple of times. Nice. Well, all that has <laughs> to happen we've got at is least like curse word. two. You just have to say the swears. Nice. There we go. Nice. Now you get your own. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to email us any of your suggestions, send us some wacky movies. Uh, you know, we, we've been really light on the fantasy stuff recently. Send, send us some uh, good fantasy movies here. Uh, email address for us is please don't podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't subscribed to us, please give us a chance here. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Give us a like on our Facebook page. So the Facebook page is at facebook.com slash pdm. Uh, oh, man, it's right in front of me, and I still got it's it okay, wrong. It's okay, man. Wow. It's okay. Facebook.com. It's a difficult one. <laughs> Facebook.com slash pdsmios. 
If you subscribe on iTunes, uh, we would really appreciate it if you left us a rating. That Five just star. increases our visibility on iTunes. And if we get more listeners, we get more letters, we get more fun to have. We just we just want to interact with as many cool people as we can. And thank you for listening. Thank anyway, you. We really appreciate anybody who does listen. Hi, Mom. Hi, uh, Mom. <laughs> so... Everyone's favorite part of the show as we end up here. I just want to say thank you all. And what did you learn from the movie? Don't just go goose some people from behind because you never know what they look like in the front. Wow, that's an excellent lesson. Any problem? Well, that's it for everybody. No. <laughs> what you learn, Joel? What you learn? What did I learn? I learned that. The only thing you need to look rebellious is a leather jacket, or if you can't find one of those, a purple scarf. <laughs> can't emphasize enough. This alien was wearing a purple scarf. What the? <laughs> oh, there's another bleep. <laughs> hey, man, he looks fancy. I, you know, I no, think what like I. Oh, the Harvey Birdman guy. The if anyone knows Harvey Birdman, there's a, like a dramatic lawyer in there that wears this purple scarf all the time, and he's just it's <laughs> awesome. Aaron, the lesson for me is get better robots. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I like that scene when, when they, they were fighting the robots, and one of them just kind of laid over the side of a railing. <laughs> it was pretty, he just gave up, man. Like he, not like he got shot. He was just like, just, oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe he dropped his gun and that's when he went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's like the future only had two types of robots, gray ones and gold ones, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> gray is for working, gold is for killing. That's all right, man. A lesson, huh? <laughs> <laughs> This is a hard one. <laughs> totally. A lesson for this movie? <laughs> um, well, you can give us a lesson about the faculty if you want. The faculty. You guys are always talking about the faculty. Yeah, man. <laughs> kind of scarred me. That was my first there, recommendation for this podcast. Is there a girl in the faculty that's in Ghost of Mars? Because I thought there was. Because I think that's why I saw I've, Ghost of I've, Mars. I've, I've, uh... <laughs> I've blacked out most of Ghost of Mars. <laughs> um, Have this pineapple pizza. <laughs> no! <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> My lesson for this movie is don't sneak onto someone's ship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. The end. <laughs> the end. Never ends good. <laughs> Except for in The Force Awakens. And it works out fine. <laughs> totally. I wanted to say thank you to David oh. for coming and oh. guesting with us and for giving us awesome tunes on Yes, our thank you, Dan. Thanks for your music, welcome. man. That's all. You really You're appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for having me on the show. And, uh, Anytime. No thanking me for the movie, though, huh? No, no, <laughs> I'm just no. Kidding. I I'm do. Just kidding. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Aaron liked it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have some Space Raider outfit here pretty soon, man. I'm ready. Some khakis, leather jacket, ineffective we'll laser you, gun. We'll have you on again, even if we have to get you remotely. Totally. That'll be fun. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 